Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Ashland University's Professional Learning Podcast. This is your host, Dr. David Silverberg. Joining us today is Paul Pendleton. Paul has been the superintendent of three Ohio school districts, executive director of the Council for Academic Excellence, director of the North Coast Quality Network, and director of leadership services at the ESC of Northeast Ohio. Welcome today, Paul. Thank you, David. It's my pleasure to join you. This should be an exciting adventure. Well, I appreciate your spirit of adventure in this challenging time. What can you tell us about your, some thoughts about the, what's going on in the world today? Well, certainly most of our thoughts revolve around the crisis and the challenging issues we face today with COVID-19. I have a few reflections I would like to share with you. First, my heart really goes out for all people involved in the education of our youth today, from the administrators who must plan and engage, change on the spot, adapt, adopt, constantly think of what have we forgotten, what have we left behind, to teachers in the classrooms, teachers who are teaching not only face-to-face, but virtually, who must adapt to every kid's needs, prepare for daily lessons that may change tomorrow, to the kids who are in a building one day and are told that the next day the school has been shut down, who one day face all of their friends and then are out of that interpersonal relationship, that connection, until the building reopens and sometime in the future. And to the parents as well who who face the same kind of challenging issues. And certainly for the support staff that we often don't remember who must make all of these challenges, all of these changes work in each building every day. My heart goes out for all of those. But having said that, someday, we're going to come out of this crisis. Someday COVID-19 will go away and we'll be on the other side with some better understandings of how students learn better, faster, uh, perhaps to be better engaged and have the ability to adopt to change even better than they do today. This COVID thing will end but we will always be on the way. We will always be on the way of innovating and creating, changing the way we do things based upon needs, wants, desires, hopes, and dreams of our stakeholders and our parents and our communities. A very wise administrator, Bob Barkley, who was at that time the executive director of the Ohio Education Association, and I was superintendent at the time, once told me some very wise remarks. He said, the most important concept in any endeavor is relationships. He said, as we've all heard, 
the most important three things in the world, relationships, relationships, and relationships. So as we think about this COVID thing, it's really about developing, sustaining, maintaining, creating relationships with principals and teachers and students and parents and stakeholders and communities, especially communities as we engage them in conversations. He said too, he said, we really have to understand the theory of change, how change occurs, why change occurs, what we are going to do to adapt to and adopt new changing issues. He said three, that the core values of an organization must be the driving force, that the defining component of decision-making. Wow, and I can't state this enough, David, that the core values of an individual, the core values of an organization, a school, a school district, must be the guiding force behind the decisions we make now and in the future. And that's the most important thing, I believe. Yeah, I'm curious, is that, because our listeners, of course, are mostly superintendents, principals, and other school and district leaders, is that the target message for them then, do you think, that you know, core values, innovation, adaptability, what are some takeaways? If I'm a first-year principal, what do I need to be listening for? What's, what's your core advice for me? My core advice to you is, is several. One, remember this is all about relationships, okay? Two, your personal set of core values guide your philosophy of education. Secondly, or part of that is the core values of the organization you represent, your building, for example. Bring together the teachers, bring together the stakeholders and develop and understand and live the core values of the organization. And the third thing, the third thing, the takeaway I would add is there has to be some architecture to this. Something must be in place some method, if you will, of accomplishing the task, an organizational structure. And there are many out there to choose, you can define your own. Back in the day, Baldridge was an organizational structure. Still is, it's still effective, whether that's high schools that work, Microsoft, Google, Hangouts, Khan Academy, Zern, Smithsonian Central Portal. There's lots of architectures. So the takeaway, David, is relationships, an understanding of change, core values, and an architecture. Those are really the primary takeaways. What are some initiatives that you're seeing out there or you're involved with that you feel are making a difference or have potential to make a big difference these days? Well, that's really interesting. Representing the Educational Service Center, we have created something called the Dream Innovation Leadership Team, Dream Team for short. And the history of the Dream Team goes back about four years ago when we had a chance at the ESC to establish something called the Think Institute, which had two components, an internal think tank and the Dream Innovation Leadership Team, external. Today, we've got about 23 superintendents who meet periodically to explore innovation. Now, innovation defined very simply for us is a new approach that produces better outcomes. Doing something differently, but having better outcomes. We have done lots of things over the past four years. For example, uh, we've had a number of book studies, including Michael Fullen and Ted Dentersmith and um, Eric Schleniger and others. We've done a number of visitations 
to the Toyota plant in the Georgetown, Kentucky, University of Kentucky, Carnegie Mellon University, Cleveland Clinic, and, and some individual school districts. Some, some things we are learning through the Dream Team is, especially in today's world, that Zoom, my team or some method of communicating, is in many respects easier than face-to-face. It's more convenient. I can sit and have a conversation with you and with others from the office in my home. It is very engaging for people and doesn't allow much of an opportunity for preaching. I think there's an opportunity for greater diversity of participants. And as we look at this, I preach to superintendents all the time, appreciate the complexity. What core values must you maintain and make sense of? Think about things differently. Give up on some things. We have to today, David, give up on some things. We have to give up on certainty that isn't there anymore. We have to give up on clarity. It's not there because it will change tomorrow. We have to give up on answers. The answer will be different tomorrow. We have to give up on known solutions. They aren't there right now. We have to give up on nostalgia, at least for the moment. We have to rethink meeting time and place, such as this conversation today. We have to really know what students need now during this really hard time. So they need breath, they need resilience, they need flexibility, creativity, equitability, technology, and most important, they need really, really good guided instruction. Well, when you say the things to give up on, boy, that list sounds like a lot of the favorite things for for people that have been in education a long time, the certainty, clarity, answers, nostalgia. That sounds sounds like a lot of familiar stuff uh, and reasons why people, some people get into the field of education. Absolutely. Many of those things don't exist right now. When we come out of this, we will be a better educational institution. We'll have better understandings of how people learn and how individuals need different learning spaces and times and places. How have you learned how to be adaptable? I mean, has this been a challenge for you or is this something that's come naturally to you over the course of your life to be adaptable to challenging situations? Well, certainly this is a challenge for everybody. However, I guess I'm a change agent and I look for opportunities to make changes, not only in my personal life, but in education as well. This is my 53rd year of practicing education. So I've been through a lot of changes and I've seen a lot, but this is a challenge because now I have to learn how to utilize modern technology in ways that I had not previously. I have to learn how to better communicate to individuals. So I'm learning an awful lot just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me share some things that I see going on uh, around, especially through the dream team. And I'll just mention five or six of these. This is not a, um, an unlimited list. As I indicated, I think we have 23 members now in the dream team who focus primarily on innovation. But if you look at Mayfield City Schools, for example, Mayfield Innovation Center, it is a center specifically designed to bring together the components of STEM, advanced placement, project-based learning, lead the way, engineering, biomedical science, computer science, CAD drawings, all of that come together in a specific design course of study for students. Absolutely fascinating. Secondly, Willoughby Eastlake Schools 
has a school called SOI, the School of Innovation. And if you've ever had an opportunity, go online and look at the School of Innovation. Perhaps one of the most exciting instructional components I have ever seen, where students are individualized and teachers design work for students to do, including parents. Uh, North Ridgeville's Ranger Academy, STEM focus, developing great partnerships in the community. Fairview Park reimagining schools with the Summit Learning Initiative, very personalized learning. One of our members just uh, wrote a book that has been out about two, three weeks called, If the Dance Floor is Empty, Change the Song. He's a former DJ and it, it's a list of practical information for beginning principals and superintendents focused on innovation and creation. Revere Schools work with Richard Lemons from Harvard University. And we have a number of new buildings. For example, the North Olmstead buildings was created for innovation. Bob Hunt, Robert, Dr. Robert Hunt from Chagrin Falls just gave a lecture to our group on his dissertation recently completed on uh, leadership in crisis situations. So those are a few of the things that are happening around Northeast Ohio. Well, those are really exciting and juicy examples of real world actions that I know our listeners will be very excited to pursue and learn more about. For somebody that wants to reach out and communicate with you about any of the topics you've mentioned today, what's the best way for them to reach you? Email, I suspect, and it is P-E-N-D-L-E-N-T, not quite my last name, P-E-N-D-L-E-N-T, Pendlent at AOL.com. Or my phone number, 216-225-2787. Well, thank you, Paul. I think this helps give us some important perspective. I love your optimism and your kind of energy around creating the future. i just like to, to sign off here with a, a final question for you, if I could. What's your hope for the future? To people that are aspiring to make real difference in a real situation in the real world today, what is your hope for the field of education? Oh, I think we're in an absolute exciting time. Really challenging, obviously, we'll come out of that. But we are at an exciting time of knowing how kids learn, what kids need to learn, what kids need to be able to do. It is so exciting that our education system will be better and better and better. And we'd leave you with a question or two, however. What are the, some of the long-held conventions of the education profession? What do we take for granted about our work? How are they a challenge to the innovation? Those are some questions. What are we afraid to talk about these days? How do we create a culture of innovation? And that list could go on and on. But those questions need to be a part of the conversation we have with communities and internal staff members. Outstanding. Well, you got me excited. I want to go out and take part of those conversations right now. And hopefully this podcast will help kick off some of those at districts around the state of Ohio and beyond. Thank you so much for your time today, Paul. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you, David. Brought to you by Ashland University, your partner in the future of professional learning. This podcast is intended to cultivate a rich debate. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Ashland University. This podcast is licensed under Creative Commons.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.